it's our show, Christy. We can do whatever we want. Let's show them how to do life. Oh, boy. Here it comes. It's like pandemonium, Heather. Okay, so I was thinking. She said what? I think I got it figured out. This is how this to do is life. how to do life. <laughs> I was born for this. I was born for this. I have seen the light. Hey, pretties, it's Chrissy. And it's Heather. And here's producer John. To hype the crowd. Just a quick warning. How to do life with Chrissy and Heather contains elements of real life, nostalgia, silliness, deep thinking, and other nonsense and whatnot. If you are adverse to any of these ingredients, this show may not be for you. So be sure to talk to your doctor and all your friends about how to do life. Let's get into it. Well, hello, Heather. Hey, Chrissy. Ah! This is perhaps the most special show we've done. Yay! This is Season 2, Episode 1. And the crowd goes wild! It's our 51st show. It's also our first show as we rebrand. The Chrissy and Heather show that you know and love Mm -hmm. will continue. Oh, yes. With a new name. Mm -hmm. Henceforth and forevermore. This show is now called How to Do Life with With Chrissy Chrissy and and Heather. Heather. We chose this name after doing about 40 shows. We spent a lot of time during those 40 shows trying to figure out exactly what our show was about (laughs) and who it was for. Most people do that before they start the show. Not us. (laughs) Not us. 40 shows in. We decided it was for people who want to live their best lives and people who like to keep it real and that we were going to provide some conversation and some commentary to make that possible and to laugh about it when it's not. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Live your best life, but not taking it too seriously. Right. Yeah. So our listeners have heard our new intro. Yes. And we had to map through in a big way with me being like, and then it'll be like, and then it'll be like, whoa, 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 whoa. And, you know, so we'll see. We'll see how it actually turned out and how, mm-hmm. what our friends think of it. Right. Yeah. Um, I thought it would be fun today, since this is a rebrand, a relaunch. Maybe some people clicked on us brand new because there's new cover art and there's happy, smiling faces. This might be some people's first listen to this show. Welcome. Welcome. And if it's not your first listen, if you've been with us all through season one, You're going to find a lot of things today that are familiar, Mm -hmm. but if it's new, I thought I would take us through all 11 of our current existing segment headers (laughs) in this single episode. I think it'll be really fun. So this will give our new listeners a taste of what to expect. This is their crash course in Chrissy and Heather land. And I think it's also good for our current listeners so that they know the things that you know and love are still around. Oh, sure, right? sure, yeah. Those things are still around. You don't have to worry, friends. We're still here for you in the same way. So that said, let's get into it with a little... Housekeeping. Come back later, please. Housekeeping. Heather, on your last show, you asked me about superstition. Mm-hmm. And I basically said, nah, and I didn't help you out even right. a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for that. Yeah, you're welcome. So I got to thinking about it later, and some <laughs> stuff came to me. So I thought I'd share with you today. Okay, I'm ready. So, in my family, if you spill the salt or pepper shaker, Mm -hmm. you have to put some in your hand and throw it over your left shoulder. Uh That's the thing that you have to do so you don't have bad luck. Yes. The other one, 
I don't know. I want to know if I'm curious if, if you've heard of this one. If you drop a knife or a fork or a spoon on the ground, mm-hmm. the direction it faces means that company's coming from that way. Mm. And if it's a knife, it's a man. If it's a fork, it's a woman. And if it's a spoon, it's a child coming I have to visit. Never heard this before. Wait, the direction that what? Like if you drop it on the floor. Right. So if you drop your fork on the floor and it's pointed over toward the east. Like the tines of the fork? Yeah. So the tines of the fork are pointed toward the east. That would mean a woman is coming to visit from the east. Oh, my gosh. That's really broad. Like Mm -hmm. someone's going to show up at your house. I thought you like from the east, like from the east? I don't know. Or like from the east of the house? It could be your neighbor to the east of the house. Yeah. From somewhere east. From somewhere over there. All right. I had to say a direction because people can't see us. They can't see me pointing from somebody from over there. Like, see, so, yeah. so I, I would east. never have known what direction is east. I don't know which direction is east. That's probably not east <laughs> at all. <laughs> I just am using a okay. word as a placeholder. If I drop a utensil on the floor, I'm going to test this theory and let you know. Please do. The other thing I was going to tell you, because at the end of your episode, you said something like, if you believe it, it, mm-hmm. it has power, whatever. Mm-hmm. I can 100% of the time, always, reliably, no contest, get rid of hiccups. Oh, really? And I think it's half science, and I think it's half plus my belief that it will work. Okay, tell me your method, because I have a foolproof hiccup method also. So, fill a cup up with water. Oh, we're going in the same direction. You got to hold your nose. You can't be breathing. Like, okay. you, you got to drink as much water as you can, like, until you got to go, like, <gasps> like, you got to breathe again. Okay. And you drink as much as you can. You glug as many times as you can. You got to, like, chug without taking a breath. You can't. That's why I hold my nose, because I have to be holding my nose to not be breathing. Okay. And then your hiccups will go away. Okay, that is not how I do it. <laughs> I um, think it moves your diaphragm. I think there's science. Well, that's the thing is like my method also starts with a glass of water. But you have to take a knife and you put the handle of the knife on your forehead and the other end of the knife on the back of the glass, like in the glass of water okay. towards away from you. Mm-hmm. And so... Basically, what it's doing is it is forcing you to take tiny little sips of water because okay. you have to drink the water while holding the the handle of the knife to your forehead gotcha. and the rest of the knife to the back of the of the cup. And so it really you're just taking tiny little sips of water. And I think the way that it solves the hiccups is that it changes your breathing. I think and that that's the situation, yeah, too. Yes, it yeah. sounds like the same thing. I learned my trick from the Flintstones. <laughs> from the Flintstones cartoon. Except for theirs was like you had to be standing on one leg and whatever, <laughs> um, which I got rid of all the parts that you, didn't make a difference. You debunked that part? I debunked it completely and just stuck with <laughs> the real science of what worked. Okay, I'll try that, too. So you are welcome for my week late contributions. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, one other housekeeping item is uh, I did a f- for your eyes only. Right. I tried to upload it, and I must have, like, quick clicked away from it before it finished. But I wasn't happy with it anyways. Oh, see. So oh. 
Um, I kind of want to change those up. So, friends, if you go on to watch the four Your Eyes only, I want to make them more streamlined and less rambly. And the one that I did yesterday was super, super rambly. So, you're welcome that I <laughs> didn't the, post The universe that. took yeah. care of the that. The universe part. was like, nah. The universe was nah. like, you're not ready for this. Christy. I was standing <laughs> on my front porch in my pajamas, and I literally said on the video, this is my best today. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I had a day like that last week. Yeah. So so there's that. Well, after this uh, lengthy introduction here, I finally yeah. got around to asking you, what have you been up to the past few days, Heather? How are you feeling about the quarantine? You still sticking to the quarantine? You done anything fun? What's up with you, Heather? Well, that's a lot of different questions. Yes, I am sticking to the quarantine, and I did things that were fun. I like that. Fun for me. Like? Well... Okay, so this might not be fun for anybody else, but I do have another podcast that I like to listen to, mm-hmm. Ben Franklin's World, mm-hmm. and I love it. And um, I learned about it at PodFest. Yeah? And I've been listening to it. And one of the episodes that I listened to is about, um, it's all about early American history. Not all the episodes are about Ben Franklin, but this one was about Ben Franklin's um, culinary adventures. Oh. And there's a book. That was um, written by the guest historian of the show, and um, I told my husband about it, and he bought it for me. Aww. And so it came in the mail, and I know, I know. Mm-hmm. And it came in the mail, and um, and so I started reading about Ben Franklin's culinary life, which for me wow. qualifies as fun. That's amazing. That's fun for me. Well, let me tell you what I've been up to, Heather. I gave myself and my children haircuts. <laughs> Looks fabulous. Thank you. It went far better than expected. It really did. I started watching a new TV show that is absolute garbage, and so it will probably become the topic of next week's show, obviously. Okay. Total garbage. It's called, it's it called Too Hot to Handle. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I blocked that from my Netflix. You should have blocked it. <laughs> It's basically a bunch of good-looking, pompous idiots that think they showed up to an orgy, and they were actually showing up to be told that they can't have sex if they want to win money. Yeah, I saw that, and I actually took the effort to go into the the little rate this show and gave it a thumbs down, and I was like, I don't want this to be the first thing that shows up on Netflix when my kids turn on the TV. I get that, because it is truly vile. I only watch, like, the maybe first 20 minutes. Oh, my God. It's going to be small doses, but I'm going to make it through. Okay. I'm going to make it through. I also found, um, I listened to a COVID-19 playlist. Okay. Hilarious. I thought about so, putting one together. So, Funny. It's all songs about being lonely and like stay away from me or um, don't stand so close to me. Yeah, that's, that was the originating song. I right. wanted to hear that song. Like, oh, so funny, though. Um, so, so, so funny. And it actually um, led, led me to <clears throat> here's something someone else said that we wish we said. But since they said it, we don't have to say it. And they said it better anyway. So here's Heather's quote. Now, when Heather does a quote. <laughs> It's usually serious, and it's usually beautiful. Insightful, inspirational. Today it's not. (laughs) Today it's by R.E.M. Oh, I love R.E.M. It's the end of the world as we know it, and And I I feel feel fine. fine. (laughs) That's our quote for today. That's been my email signature for a while. Has it? (laughs) I love that. That's hilarious. I'm glad I picked this quote for you then. 
because I wanted to go through all the segment headers. So two of them are Heather segment headers, but I did them for her today. You chose well. Yeah, thank you. You know me very well. Well, outside of television and music and cutting hair and teaching school and doing every job that I'm not qualified for, I've actually been up to a lot of real fun the past few days. And now he is part of the show where Chrissy and Heather tell us what to do. Well, might I recommend... Might I recommend hmm. taking a day trip and being outside where it is legal and considered safe. I spent a day on the golf course and I saw a sun halo. I heard about that. And if you don't know what a sun halo I is, don't. y'all should be Googling it. It is magic. I can't really tell you much about how it happened. Something about crystals and... I don't know, um, but it's pretty cool. I thought for sure it was the apocalypse, but it was beautiful. Well, the apocalypse was like two weeks ago. Right, right, right. But I mind the rapture. Is oh, that, the, the rapture. Yeah, the rapture, That's for the sure. Um, yeah, you know I'm not super up on the religion, but I'm pretty sure it was the rapture portion. Like, But then he didn't come. So It wasn't you know. the rapture. It yeah, was he didn't a, come. Yeah, it was just a test. precursor. Right. Just a little warm-up. Uh, I had a socially distanced lunch with a friend out there at the golf course, which was lovely. Um, then... I had a socially distanced play date with the neighbors. How'd that go down? We didn't climb all over each other, but we've all been inside for weeks and weeks. And we decided that the kids all digging a giant hole inside her backyard while we sat across the patio from each other was a great idea. And we decided to do that. And then the piece de resistance, Heather. Mm-hmm. That sounded very French, I think. Yeah. Our French listeners. For our French listeners. Our French listeners. The piece de <laughs> Piste de resistance. <laughs> how is that? Bonjour. <laughs> <laughs> I know how to say. S'il vous plaît. No. Um, joy de vivre. There no. we go. There we go. What does that mean? The, the so joy Heather and I, Heather and I just found out that we have <laughs> listeners in France, and we're very, very excited about that. So sorry for our sidetrack there. We're very sorry to our French listeners for butchering your <laughs> language just now. We love you. Uh, so my kids and I drove over to Jacksonville to the beach. And we headed out to the reopened beaches. And everyone was super far apart and following the rules. And it was really, really good for our souls. And they were, everybody was doing what they were supposed to do. Nobody was trying to, like, you know, hate on the police or whatever. Like, the beach closed at noon. At 12.04, the parking lot was empty. I was wondering how it was from a first hand perspective based on what we were seeing in the media because of course you know all the pictures mm-hmm. were of like spring break right. and I didn't know you never know anymore what's real yeah you really don't and I will tell you that there were a lot of people and the people were spread really far but the beach is big the beach is quite a large place we didn't come super close to a lot of people there were a lot of people there are people in the backgrounds of our pictures there are people out with their dogs Everyone out there was just so happy to be out and to be breathing in the fresh air and to have a little bit of freedom. But I am aware that some people will be very judgy of my activities. Mm -hmm. And my feelings change on this day to day. But right now, I'm going to jump up. And here comes the soapbox. Guys, I'm not sorry. I feel like I'm doing a pretty good job with my social distancing. I'm following the lines on the grocery store floor. I'm staying as far away from people as possible, but I'm still living my life. And I am maintaining my and my children's mental and physical health, along with doing as much as I can do to keep my friends, my children, and my community safe. And my governor said that I can go to the beach and the golf course 
And my friend and I both felt safe enough to make the personal decision to let our children play. And we stayed in a group size of less than 10. And I am following the rules as far as I know, the way that I have read them. And I'm not sorry for taking care of myself and my children while trying to be mindful of the greater needs of the community too. Yeah, I think it, I thought about this a lot over the weekend because I went to the gas station and I was surprised by how many people I saw out and about as if nothing was really going on. And then I was on Facebook and I saw somebody posted um, something about how like they're so confused about like what's the reality of this. Right. And it is difficult to figure out. And I do think that we are going to come to a place of medium ground. I think so, too. And I just don't know what it's going to look like yet. And I'm glad that I'm not the person who has to, to decide that. Right. Hard job. But, um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a moving target. And mm-hmm. it is so confusing to know what the boundaries are. I totally agree. I mean, it is what it is, and we are where we are. I know everyone's doing their best. I just want you to know that I'm doing my best, and I'm not sorry that I went to the beach. It was healing for my soul. It was wonderful. I felt like everybody there was extra grateful just for the opportunity to be there. I didn't feel like the people of Jacksonville seemed especially stupid or especially, you know, like pompous or anything. I thought that it was great. And... Speaking of taking care of other people's needs, I would like to offer up today, on your behalf, Heather, Okay. a Heather's Headlines. Hmm. Headlines. Extra, extra, read all about it. Heather's Headlines. Well, here's the headline, Heather. Okay. Florida schools closed for the rest of the year. Why are we surprised by this? I, I saw people we who were are. like, oh, we're so sad. I have to break it to my kids that school is closed. Did you really think we were going to go back right. for a month? Mm-hmm. And this headline has similar friends all across the country, nay, all across the world right now, right? Mm-hmm. And it leads me to a... It's time for a true confession. You are forgiven, my child. Bless her heart. I don't want to do school anymore. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. If you had heard the conversation in my house before I came over here, I was like, okay, um, I'm taking my computer, so you can't do Spelling City, and you can't do Happy Numbers. Uh, Just, like, read something. Uh, Do something on your tablet that's educational. I'll be back. I'm seriously considering quitting. <laughs> I am. My friend said to me the other day, my socially distanced backyard play date, said, they've already said everyone's going to be promoted. What's the point? Well, I have thought about that also. And the point for me isn't necessarily checking off the boxes of the assignments, but is... My, I want my kids to be intelligent. Right. And I want them to have, I still want them to have academic experiences. But in, in the case of my house, both of our schools have done a really excellent job with curriculum. I love that. And so my kids are not overburdened by busy work. 
you know, what they're doing is really engaging and valuable, and I think that they are enjoying it. Um, but we're not getting to everything. But yeah, I mean, right. I see if it was just endless worksheets, then no, um, we're not, we wouldn't do that. I feel like my daughter's is really, really difficult. She's on like 14 different platforms, like no. tons of assignments every day, you know, six, eight, 10 lessons. Oh, of, no. You know, it's, it's just crazy. So for more on this, I decided to do a, a Google search, obviously. And so it was time for us. And now the results of Chrissy's cursory Google search. I found this article from the New York Times. It was a mother who was like, I'm not doing a homeschool. And I don't care. She's like, we're eating cookies. We're watching TV. We're not getting overwhelmed. We're not doing anything that we don't want to do. We're just trying to love each other. End scene. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, interesting, interesting. I kind of like that. I kind of, I mean, I for the same reasons you said, they need something to be busy. But I see what she's saying. I see what she's saying. And as we know, I like to think about all the what ifs. Mm -hmm. That's how I roll. So today, new segment I share with you for the first time. These are Chrissy's Ponderings. Who decided the alphabet was an alphabetical order? Can you daydream at night? If you clean a vacuum, do you become a vacuum cleaner? Do pets name their owners? And how does this affect the entire world? What is the point, Heather? Why should I and my kids struggle through 14 different platforms? Are they going to be behind next year? I don't think so. Will they be happier if I just quit school with them? Do I just need to do school for normalcy? Is that even normal? I mean, talk to me. I think it depends on your style as a mom. You know, like if I think about if I pulled the plug on school and I was like, screw it, guys, we're not doing it anymore. Then it, I don't pull, I'm not pulling the plug on my work. Mm -hmm. You know, and so I think that if I was going to pull the plug on school and and give the, and just kind of like not have any structure for them, that I would then also be obligating myself to engage with them mm -hmm. in more structured ways. And I'm not ready to do that. Because you got to replace it with something. Right. Yeah. They can't just watch TV and eat cookies. I'm not cool with that. And I'm not That's, cool with yeah. that. Mm -mm. And I don't think that my kids want that. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I, they complain when they don't have any structure. And in fact, when we first started the whole quarantine situation, it was our, it was spring break. And then after spring break was over, my older son, especially, it was like, I need some structure. Like there's right. no order mm -hmm. yeah. to this. And so if I didn't have it be school, it would be something. Yeah. But I have my own work to do. So my kids had a doctor's appointment the other morning, and the doctor, she's, she's real cool. Like, we're pretty friendly with each other, and she's working full-time, obviously, you know, as a doctor, and her husband works full-time. And she's like, for my kids, I just told them, do as much as you can. Mm -hmm. Like, we're not stressing over missed assignments and stuff. And that's what's sticky in my house, because my daughter and I are stressing over missed assignments. Oh, like, we're, no. we're trying to catch up. We're trying to do all the things right. we're trying to do everything you know and we can't do everything and we got to just decide at some point I think there's going to be a couple classes like I'm sorry opening nights you are a lovely class where we learn and where we were working on putting on a school play that we're not going to get to have and I don't think she needs to do anything for this class anymore right. we'll keep doing reading we'll keep doing that i'm sorry i'm sorry yeah. to the beautiful teacher of opening nights but i think she's going to get an email that says we're not going to do this 
Well, yeah, we have been, um, we've been pleased with the way that our schools are handling it because especially for our second grader, um, the teacher has broken up the assignments into must do and may do. I like that. And she's been completely frank where she's like, look, if you're doing some reading, some writing, and some math every week, you're on track. Like Perfect. And I asked her for a list of Kindle apps that she recommends mm-hmm. um, because we do have that. And that way, if I'm doing something and I don't want him just sitting in front of the TV, mm-hmm. um, you know, at least it's something that, that involves reading and, and things that, that are going to be age, like developmentally appropriate for the that grade that he's in. Mm-hmm. And, um, and she did that. And that's been really helpful. And we get through most of the must-dos. And then she also sends a list of, like, the priorities. Like, this morning I had an email that was like, okay, so if you don't get to everything this week, at least do this, this, and this. Cool. And then for my son in middle school, um, you know, their curriculum has been a lot of discussion-based and minimal um, online typing stuff, but you know they've they have they're using a program called Seesaw, mm-hmm. and um, and it's kind of the same type of thing where it's like we have scaled way back and we've just prioritized like the three R's pretty much. I like it. And it's like stay on grade level. Yeah. And you know we talk about that pendulum swing, and mm-hmm. I feel like there's some places where like there's people who are sweating over every platform and every assignment and then there's some houses where they're like screw it we're just going to eat cookies and watch movies mm-hmm. we're i'm trying to be somewhere in the middle i think that's the consensus I yeah think the, i think that's the right thing we take a walk at nine school starts around 10 and we're pretty much done by 12 30 perfect well all of this these conflicting feelings about how much to be out and about conflicting feelings about how hard to work for school conflicting feelings about pretty much everything led me to today's grab bag. What? What did they come up with now? Ew! Not that Let's one. see what's in the grab bag. I think I've got it. Today, my dear Heather, mm-hmm. we are going to talk about social discord. Okay. A friend of mine put up a post. Mm-hmm. This particular friend leans to the left politically, mm-hmm. okay. but truly is like a tolerant and understanding person of a wide variety of opinions. He wants to engage in a lot of dissent on a lot of topics, and sometimes his views will surprise you. Like sometimes he'll come out and praise Trump for something, you know? Um, he is usually game for just a smart conversation, and he is a guy who like just never attacks, right? Mm-hmm. Never attacks. And when he put up this post the other day, which first reminded us of these qualities of himself, (laughs) then he went on to say, I'm going to start unfriending people who share the specific opinion that we're about to dive into in a second. Okay. And it made me think like, hmm, super tolerant guy. Like, here's the straw that broke this camel's back. Okay. You know? And maybe we all have that thing. Or maybe some of us don't. But I just wanted to talk a little bit about how or if we can engage with someone from the other side of the topic that upsets us so, right? Mm -hmm. So the straw in this case was the people who are kind of touting the whole right to assemble constitutional rhetoric right now. Okay. My friend says, yeah, we get it. Right. But that's stupid and that's dangerous. Mm -hmm. And my friend is right. 
Mm-hmm. But can we ask a question and have a conversation and say that as a country, like we're pretty into our constitution, right? Mm-hmm. And as a country, we're pretty into our freedoms and we're pretty into the exact words on the paper. And you and I have talked a lot about the spirit versus the letter of the law and a bunch of other things. Mm-hmm. And can we agree that a meme of the constitutional convention saying, <laughs> I mean, this doesn't count in a pandemic, right? Is funny. Right. You know, like, can we agree? So this led me to not only our new segment, but I think to the answer to this social discord thing, in my opinion. We need to remember... I'm just saying, I'm not saying I'm right. I'm not saying you're right. I'm not saying you're wrong. So it's no big deal, right? I haven't even decided how I feel about it yet. Please don't hate me. It's just a question. It's just a question. Look, guys. Whenever we do this segment in the future, we want you to know that this segment is just about playing devil's advocate. It's about pondering from a wide variety of points of view. It's not the part where we're trying to convince you of anything. We aren't trying to lead you to agree with us. We probably aren't even like super strongly on one side or the other of the argument. It's just the part where Heather and I are examining something and where we are thinking. And Heather and I are just going to continue to bring you people things that we want you to think about. That's the point of this show, trying to figure out how to do life, right? Trying to figure out how to do it better. So we just want you to chat over coffee with a friend about the thing, and it's just a question, people. And maybe you think our opinion is stupid, or maybe you feel strongly that's different than us, and that's all cool with us. We're cool with this. We just want you to think about it. Right. We're just asking the question. Yeah. And asking the question and having a respectful, open, thoughtful conversation is the answer to social discord, I think. And it helps us, having those kind of conversations can help us decide which side of the fence we land on. So, Miss Historical Heather. Yes. What do you think your baby doll, Georgie Washington, Hmm. would think about closing up shop in the pandemic? Oh, gosh. Oh, I wish I had known you were going to ask me that sooner. (laughs) That's such a huge question. I didn't say I was bringing it small. (laughs) We're, we're just, it's just a question. Well, you know, okay, so I've been thinking on both sides of this also, and I, on one hand, it's the whole, like I said earlier, we're going to need to find a middle ground of, 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 of appropriate level of risk that we feel comfortable with, because I just don't see how it's sustainable for us to not, um, engage in in commerce at the level that we need to to sustain the economy um, without being close to other people and that there's going to be a certain amount of risk that we have to be okay with or else we're going to have a catastrophic depression that is going to take we're going to be screwed either way mm-hmm. either we're going to have a horrible um health crisis right or we're going to have a horrible economic crisis damned if you do damned if you don't right and i i from an observer's perspective you know i've been kind of sitting back and wondering like i wonder how this is going to go down like Mm -hmm. what's going to happen because we can't continue to stay home for probably how long we probably should Mm -hmm. but at the same time it i mean like it's like if you give a mouse a cookie. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? So true. 
I feel like uh, being in Jacksonville over the weekend, which is actually my next question, what do you think about me telling people I went to the beach and the golf course? You know, um, But I feel like being there this weekend, everybody was doing what they were supposed to do. The stores weren't packed, anything like that. But it was kind of like everybody perked up, like, we can go to the beach now? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And what else can we do? Right. What else can we do? Can I get a haircut? Right. Well... <sighs> I we've been doing this for like what six weeks now, mm-hmm. and people are starting to get antsy. Mm-hmm. And you know, I did wonder whether or not you were gonna put pictures up uh, that you went to the beach. I did, and I actually put a. I think y'all should go to the beach too. Yeah, I saw. Mm-hmm. And um, because at the same time that I knew that you were driving to the beach, I was seeing all kinds of people doing hashtag. Florida, stupid, stupid, like the stupidest or, people in the world. Right. Yeah. Uh huh. Yep. And so there's two. Like I'm, I'm kind of like your friend, where I see things from a lot of different perspectives, and I try to not form a lot of opinions, but to really just observe, uh, you know, what's going on. And um, and so I felt like, okay, well, we are assuming that what we're seeing on the news is real. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't know that the pictures that we're seeing are real or not. Mm-hmm. We don't know how many people have actually been tested. We, the testing numbers are not, we don't know that those are real. You know, you get different information from different places. Mm-hmm. And you can find any source that is going to either validate you or prove you wrong. Mm-hmm. And so... We're all living in some type of warped reality anyway. And so I was curious to see whether or not you were going to post pictures and then what the reaction would be. And then I wondered, are people going to just say, good for you, but they really, but they, they think really something think else? Like, She's so dumb. I can't believe right. she did that. Right. I don't know. I don't know. Like I said, I can only do what's best for me yeah. and what feels real and authentic and truthful for me. And this is what I did. I will say that well, I don't, I don't necessarily care if people, you know, judge me. You know, like the, everyone's going to have their own opinion and that's fine. But I do. I have a couple of friends in Italy and a couple of friends in Spain who have been very like as I talked to them before it started to gear up in the United States. You know, these are very like much tighter geographic countries than this country. And I know that they've been to the United States before, but I don't think they understand the just the landmass. The, right. The, it, it's just a little bit different, you know? Mm-hmm. And whenever I see them watch, like, my Instagram story of us out on the beach, I am always looking for, am I going to get a comment? Am mm-hmm. I going to get... Because especially all the conversation that we had back and forth, you know, of like, what is it like in Milan? Tell me. And he's like, it's horrible. I haven't right. seen my family in six weeks. And, you know, even like my niece is a healthcare worker. Mm-hmm. I bet my niece is not happy that I went to the beach. You know what I mean? Right. Um, people with a different perspective and who are coming at it from a different way, I definitely respect that it doesn't feel good to them. And my, like I said earlier, my opinion does change day to day. I'll read a really powerful piece about like Staten Island and everybody's out, you know, having fun and this healthcare worker is trying to get home and hope that she doesn't have COVID. And she writes this beautiful piece that really makes you want to stay inside for a while and really makes you like, gosh, am I doing my part to be helpful enough? You know, so I think we're all doing the best we can. I feel like the point of our show is to be as honest about where we're at 
mm-hmm. as we can, you know, so that people know it's okay on both sides. I might come in here next week and be like, you guys, I shouldn't have left my house. Nobody should leave their house. You know, like, who knows? We don't know. It's it's a ever-evolving experiment, right? Well, I think that you have to make the dis- the best decision that you can with the information that you have. Um, I do think there are um, more secret rendezvous going on than we know. So many. You know, because it's human nature. It's right. not, you know, it's just, I know people are getting together. Mm-hmm. And, um, and they're not saying it. Right. And, um, you know, you, you know, said, hey, let's, you know, let's go to Jacksonville. Mm -hmm. And I already had stuff going on this weekend. Right. But I also was like, I'm not going to Jacksonville. Mm -hmm. (laughs) No, I said I was staying home and I'm staying home. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, And I I respect that. Yeah, exactly. And I knew that you would. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I would I know that. I would not feel comfortable going because I just wouldn't. Mm Yeah, I just feel like. You know, I've I've said I was going to do the best that I can, and I feel like the best that I can is staying at home. Mm -hmm. And I don't feel like I am missing anything huge out of my life right now. Like, I feel like I'm getting good outside time. I'm getting good family time. I'm getting good friend connection. Like, I don't feel depleted right now. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I feel like I I don't, I feel like I'm still doing the best, Mm -hmm. that that's still the best that I can do. My daughter said, actually, the video I posted, she said, this is the best thing that I've done all of quarantine. Yeah. And for me, like, I am trying to be mindful of my children's mental health, too. Yeah. You know? And I'm damn glad we went to the beach. I really am. I mean, it was really the right thing for us. Today, I want to kind of end the show in a new way. So, here's my... Don't forget your homework. Now, here's your homework, people. Mm Mm-hmm. When you see something that you disagree with, stop and ask yourself, what can I learn from this? You may end up saying, all I learned is that that guy's a jerk. Or you may say, huh, I never thought about it that way. I just want you to look at things and let it ride and don't take it personally. Just go with, what can I learn from this? And that's a better response than anger. And it's a better response even than just tuning the thing out. Just give it a second of your time to consider if there's any value in this opinion that you can lend to yourself and then move on. Heather, any final thoughts? I love our new show. Right. And um, you caught me off guard with your question, so no. All right. Well, friends, we got through every segment today (laughs) here on our first slash 51st show. We are so excited to have you with us. Please, even if there's Discord, let's be friends. Share how to do life with your friends. Interact with us on social media. Write us a review. We are just glad that you are here. Yeah. You can find us online at ChrissyandHeather.com. Chrissy and Heather is our handle on Instagram and Facebook as well. C-H-R-Y-S-S-Y-A-N-D, Heather. Tell us everything you do or don't agree with us on. (laughs) And tune in Friday for Heather's newest episode. Who knows what she is going to surprise us with. It will go live at 10 a.m. on Friday. It will be Heather's first episode of season two slash new show episode 52 slash two. It's our show. We can do whatever we want. We can do whatever we want. (laughs) How to do life. And until next time, enjoy our, our new outro here. Don't forget to tell them where to find us. Yeah, tell us what you learned. We're on all the things. 
For those of you looking to increase your dosage, connect with Chrissy and Heather on Facebook and Instagram and tell us how you do life. Visit ChrissyandHeather.com. That's with a C-H-R-Y-S-S-Y. Like, share, and subscribe. And tell everyone you know. Until next time.